listening sorry squeeze it All right. there you go hey everybody it's the end of christmas squeezer christmas being no it well, can't. oh for, for us. us christmas uh being well if you're, you're probably most of you are listening on the 22nd so we're three days away uh christmas uh we had this is our fourth and final christmas show of the season they go quick Aww. they go quick squeezer yeah. Um, and like the last two years, we are finishable well, three years, really. We're finishing off with uh, Christmas Vacation Watch Along. Is the live stream still up? It says no data. I don't know what that means, but I worry about the live stream, Squeezer. I, I, I think so. There's three. It's, it's you, me, and uh, Daryl. And Jimmy. <laughs> I'm not in it. So it's you, Jimmy, Oh, you're and not? Darryl. Yeah. I sent oh. Jimmy the link. Oh, hi, Jimmy. I broadcast it. I can't be in it, too. <clears throat> oh, well, you can make a, a fake account. Oh, Pad those numbers. Yeah, I should. Uh, I'm going to embarrass Squeezer right now. He did a sweet thing that he probably doesn't want me to tell you about. No, don't. Please don't. Well, it's, it's happening. Not, it's not so, why I did it. I, I understand that. And you didn't want me Stop. to see you doing it either. So I told you explicitly. I screamed at you in the middle of... No, don't. Right, I'm telling him. We were in Rite Aid and um, at downtown, and this woman ahead of us was trying to buy this Barbie gift. And she realized the cost, and she's like, no, I can't get it. So I make some dumb joke, uh, you know, because I'm a, a Grinch. <laughs> and I, I go to the – and someone else comes and, and takes over the checkout line. So I go to him. Squeezer goes to the, the woman that was checking out that woman, and he takes the Barbie gift. I just figured for his own personal collection <laughs> – uh, he finishes up and he goes outside and I go outside and I see Squeezer running faster than I ever seen him run before, which still isn't really fast, but he's doing that thing where he, <laughs> <laughs> he's grabbed. Hey, it was, <clears throat> thank God it was uphill because if it was downhill, I would have kept going. Yeah. He's running, but he's grabbing the back of his, his pants, jeans and hiking them up. <laughs> it, I'm, look, they don't make pants for people like me. They, they make moos. Uh, overalls so he's running he's running up the main street corridor and i'm like oh my god this sweet boy bought that for that woman he finds that woman who couldn't afford it hands it to her and then i see her like talking to him like ooh, he he got more than he bargained for (laughs) (laughs) so you're sweet boy you walk back down i go my little grinch heart just grew three sizes bigger squeezer you sweet little boy and then i said if you tell anyone yeah, uh, so I don't think you everyone. made a threat. You said you, did, you I believe you said you don't see this, and I was like, I did, and I'm telling uh, everyone. Uh, I had plans to tell everyone since the second I saw it. I was uh, like, he is a well, sweet, sweet boy. It broke my little. I I, I thought just... you were gonna get it and burn it in front of her. Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Old Squeezer would have done that, and now you know, Dad Squeezer just sees fucking heartbreak everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, but that was very. 
Very kind of you. Uh, oh, thanks. It was the season a, and all that shit. Christmas miracle. Uh, did we talk about Spider-Man? You fell, you fell right into my plan. <laughs> she wasn't even real. She was a plan. <laughs> I, I set that whole thing up that you would tell a heartwarming story about me. It's not, it's not real, folks. And you were just chasing after her to get her to do another take <laughs> until I got you. <laughs> I w- I, well, that's, that's why you we was running so fast. Because so I was having out with her. I'm like, like listen, what the fuck I told you to go no more than 30 feet, and you made me run uphill to catch you. How the hell does that benefit either of us? It was very, he's joking, but you did a very sweet thing. No, I'm thing not. Today. Just fucking theater actors. You can't find <laughs> anyone this day. So we haven't talked about Spider-Man yet. I mean, without spoiling it. You, well, you're, you're, Didn't we so- talk about it last week? No, we, we couldn't have. We saw right? it Thursday, yeah. Oh, we talked about it so much at work, and you clearly, if anyone on our crew was hoping to see it. <laughs> no, we spoiled the shit out of it. We that's, won't spoil on them it. For, that's on them for listening to you. We won't spoil it here. Daryl, all I can no. say, everybody, all I can say is I loved it. It was fantastic. It, it was there awesome. There was a lot of hype. It lived up to all the hype. There was a lot of characters. They they told they weaved a great story with all the characters. Uh, it was great, and I can't wait for more. Congratulations to Kevin Feige, Amy Pascal, Tom. Uh, what's his name? Hiddleston? Or no, that's no. the different. Yeah. Tom. Uh, that's fucking low. Spider Man. <laughs> Spider Man. Yeah, it's Tom Spider Man. <laughs> Um, he's Jewish. Yeah. I'm Spider Man. He's, um, he's a great Spider Man, and I hope they uh, and they, and Sony made uh, broke records. Marvel Studios broke records. The theater exhibitors need this. I we jo- we joked. I read that article. Someone someone posted an article on one of our friends on, on Instagram about the theaters are officially dead because uh, what the fuck's that movie that I don't want to see at West all? Side West Story. Side Story. Tom Holland, yes. West Side yes. Story, no one's solid. It's a huge box office disappointment. I'm like, are you seeing the amount? Everybody and their mother is going to see Spider-Man. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, we are leaving Tillman 8, and yes. the, the girl was sitting down. She goes to it. Can you believe we did 1,500 people tonight? This was on Thursday, Squeezer. Mm-hmm. 1,500 people through an eight-theater theater, an eight-screen theater. That's insane. Yeah. That's a lot of people. And every single show, you couldn't see anything else that night. You had to see Spider-Man. Yeah. Oh, when I showed up there, because I went to the 10 o'clock show, when I got there, the people were leaving, guys were leaving the theater just screaming. Like, I'm like, oh, no, they're going to spoil it. They're going to spoil it. But they were just, they were hyping it up for everyone going in. Not spoiling it. Just, they had so much fun coming out of it. Like, they were just. It's great. It's a great movie. Yeah, it was awesome. So much fun. Really, really good, good movie. And if you haven't seen it, highly recommended. Yeah, um, yeah those jets and sharks really go at it. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Um, let's start the movie. We're watching Christmas Vacation, and let's not let's no further <laughs> gilding the lily squeezer. All right, now uh, Lethal Weapon rules. The Warner Brothers. No, no, like it, I'm at zero. Yeah. Is what? it one, two, three, go? Oh, yes, yes. One, two, three, yes. go. Is, and I go is play, just like when we were over right. quarantine. So it's basically a four count. Yes, everybody is saying they want to see a new Andrew Garfield Spider-Man where he's not pulling punches. Yeah, so it's a four count, Squeeze. You ready? Okay. Starting Christmas vacation, So everybody. one, two, three, four, go. No, one, two, three, go. And on go, you hit play. On go, I hit play. Yes. One, two, three, go, play. 
Yes. <laughs> one, two, three, go. Well, I'll just say one, two, three, play. I'll make it as easy as possible. So are should we I go backwards? On go three, or play? Two, one, play. Not that that wasn't it. That wasn't the the, the cue. Shit, hang on. <laughs> All right, I'm everyone. Excited here. Get your VCRs oh, ready. Your DVDs oh, ready. Get their shtick out now. <laughs> yeah, right. You had all night. I was trying, like in the last period of the night. I was not. I was off tonight. I was. You not were feeling. just yeah. I was off. Uh, it was. You know what? It's threefold. Uh, twofold. Threefold. I don't. Know. One. Uh, running after that actress mm-hmm. that went too far. <laughs> that kind of tuckered me out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I was bad boy today because I'm prepping for our fitness challenge. So I'm packing <laughs> on the pounds so I can lose more weight. What did you have? So I went to Five Guys today. Uh, uh, and I ate that at noon uh, and it's still like, I, I feel it. Like, I'm like, shit, I was not there when I'm eating like n- noodles and chicken and broccoli across the street. Like, I'm like, Oh, look at me. I have some energy. I'm good to go. Then I was just like, Oh, I was sluggish that. And you know, like the jalapenos were making my tummy rumble. And uh, the other thing is the worst part is I did not drink nearly enough coffee to start. Mm. Like I kind of tapered off leading into it. Well, probably because drank the, like half a the, cup. The giant up to toozy the you've got like boiling in you that the coffee just sort of pushed out if you had it. Well, yeah, and then I had to crush two quick monsters before like the third period. I got Ooh. you could see I did get better towards the end. Well, I was doing all the Donio shtick at the end, like Dwayne, hold me, and you weren't even chipping in. I, I at that point I was tweaking, and I only saw the puck. I didn't even hear your voice. Yeah. Yeah, because it, cr- it hit me pretty hard. You could tell by my rambling now. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start the movie. It's going to be three, two, one, right, play. Two, one, go, play. Ready? Don't listen to the squeezer. Okay. Everyone ready? And three, two, one, play. And we're seeing the Golden Warner Brothers backlog. Kind of just uh, almost like transitions into the Matrix. Open. Do you hear that? It was like... People either think it's the worst movie ever or oh, I it's for- the greatest movie forgot ever. I forgot it existed. <laughs> huh. I think once Spider-Man came out, everyone forgot every other movie. And yeah. congratulations to Sony, man. Uh, yeah. Ghostbusters, Venom, Maximum Carnage, and Spider-Man in one year, man. They killed it this year. They made Mar- Marvel who? Even though yeah. Marvel. All they got to make now are a couple PlayStations. And- <laughs> yeah. So this is the classic animated open that uh, was made as an afterthought, right, Squeezer? Yeah. Um, this was actually it was like the thing at the time though too because what uh, the hell else came out Honey I Shrunk the Kids did the same thing right I have the script in front of me the shooting script it's a funny I read through the squeezer about two weeks ago how close the John Hughes words on the page were to what we saw on screen it is fucking amazing it starts off uh, How Vacation 3 The Griswold Family Christmas I don't know what that means, uh, but it's the third vacation, uh, and it's like a male, a male voice singing, Oh, come all ye faithful, fades up. Courier and Ives country, rolling hills, firm stands of pine and hardwood, barns and bridges. Into this timeless beauty roars a new aerodynamically styled road queen family Taurus with simulated wood panels <laughs> hugging the sleek curves. The song continues, the voice belongs to Clark W. Griswold Jr., Joyful and triumphant, oh come. And it's it's exactly. Clark's driving. His wife, Ellen, is next to him. His 14-year-old daughter, Audrey, and 12-year-old son, Rusty, are in the back seat. Ellen's looking out the window. Rusty and Audrey are looking out their window. Clark clears his throat and half-closes his eyes. He finishes with a deep, majestic voice. 
Oh, come ye to Bethlehem. <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, we talked about this. Every time I heard Bethlehem in a song or like a movie, I thought they were referring to our town, <laughs> Bethlehem. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was not bright. I want, there's, I gotta, we gotta watch The Rock, uh, Young Rock's Christmas special. Oh, I thought you meant The Rock with Sean Connery. Mm. That too. Nice. And Chevy Chase uh, reads the script, so but he doesn't like Chevy Chase. His delivery is fucking clutch. Like the word on the page is one thing; how the actor brings it to life is something, you know. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, how many um, Oscar, uh, Emmy, Golden Globe, SAG, like, well, uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus alone fucking has half of them. Mm-hmm. Well, Emmys. I mean, Johnny Galecki yeah. and her. Johnny Galecki, uh, and uh, Doris Roberts too. Yeah, yeah. She got Every love loves Raymond. From, uh, yeah, Raymond. Raymond loves Raymond. Which they hired her because of her performance in this movie. Yeah. Um. So, yes, I guess there's a line missing out here where Ellen goes, "Is it much farther, Clark?" And Clark goes, "Nah, three, maybe four songs, and we'll be there." And Audrey says, oh, no. Uh, I, I do love, like, they just to set it up, the just uh, blatant exposition here. Please tell us what's happening right now. Yeah, that's that's written exactly where we're kicking off our yeah. old, our fun, old-fashioned family Christmas by heading out. It's exactly what he reads is exactly what's on the page. Do you think it's because, so it's written and produced by John Hughes. Yes. And... Originally, you know, he wanted uh, what the hell, uh, Chris, uh, Chris, Chris Columbus, to direct it, and then that fell through because he didn't want to work with Chevy Chase. So they brought in Jeremiah Chechik. right? A nobody. Yeah. So you're. I'm assuming that he was the director, and Hughes was pretty much there in. I don't know how much how hands-on he was, but like Chechik didn't have like that pull to go and do his own thing. He's just following the boss's script. Yeah, if I had John Hughes's words on a page, that's what I would Fuck, do too. Yeah, why would you mess with that? Right. Because uh, yeah, before that he was just doing, and he still did after this, was uh, mostly music videos. Uh, a lot so, of Van Halen shit. So uh, I was trying to figure out how long till I become Clark Griswold in this movie, like how many years. So I figured out Chevy Chevy Chase's age. He was born in 1943, and they filmed this in March of 1989. So my math checked out that he was 45, I think I found out. Because he would have turned 45 in in, uh, October of 1988. So by March of 89, he was still 45. So he's 45 years old when they're filming this. So I, I'm I'm six years away from being Clark Griswold. Squeeze of your seven. Uh, I, I'm already there. No, I mean I was like, oh, how old is he in this? Like, mm. Yeah, I know it's weird. Like catching and in, up in with uh, seven years. How old will Squeeze be? Twelve, right? Uh, hang on. Oh, this is math. I don't want to. Yeah, I mean, how old? How old's Rusty? Like twelve, technically in this. 12? Yeah. And he looks older than 12. Well, let's see how old Johnny Galecki is. I'll tell you right now. 
figure this out. We'll math it. That's what Mathing a watch along is for. The re- so he that's was, why you guys. He was yet. He was born in seventy five. So by April of eighty five, he was ten, and eighty six, he was eleven. Eighty seven, he was twelve. <laughs> you do math like I do. <laughs> he was. He was yet to be. He was twelve going on thirteen. He was 13. Thir- He was a month wow. away from being thirteen. So he is twelve. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah, that's called Common Core, I think, Squeezer. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that? Okay. He could, <laughs> he's old enough to be a Ghostbuster now. Yeah, right. Uh, and um, what's her name? Juliette Lewis was born in 73, so she's two years older, so she had 14. Yeah. Man, wow. They're right on. They followed the ages on the page. So here, there's a lot more to this than what's on the screen. They come to, and you can see if you have the DVD inside, there's a picture of them at this tree farm. Um, they show up here in the script. Oh, let me get there. Uh, it's called Jolly Jerry's Saw and Save Christmas Tree Ranch. Um... Oh, but the, I wanna, hey, we made pretty good sorry, time. Go is in the script. The um, like the dissolves here, cutting between like the wide shots of them crossing the snow. They're not very in the reminiscent of Clark crossing the desert. Oh yeah. Um. So the whole line where he says "Kith and Kin," Squeezer. Mm-hmm. That's going in... Hold on, where he goes. The most enduring traditions of the season are best enjoyed in a warm embrace of kith and kin. Tith tree with thimble of spirit of Grithwald family Christmas. And then Rusty goes, Dad, did you bring a thaw? And Clark goes, Thit. <laughs> That's in the script. <laughs> but it didn't make it to the movie. And then they go back to the tree ranch, and Jolly Jerry's there, and he asks if he forgot a saw, and he's like, could I borrow one? He's like, look at the sign. And the sign says... Buyer pays in advance. Buyer don't use the ranch as a bathroom. Buyer don't cut down more trees than he paid for. Buyer provides own damn saw. So Clark says, I paid $75 for the tree. I need some way to get it out of the ground. And Ellen goes, you paid that much for a tree? And he goes, honey, it's huge. And then Clark goes, it's cold. The holidays are here. I really could appreciate it if you could help me out. Close up the man. He scratches his nose and reaches behind the door. Close up Clark. He looks at the family. Sometimes you just have to ask nice. Close-up man. Holds up a shovel. Clark stares with an alarm. That's why later in the movie when, when Eddie goes, honey of a tree, Clark, he goes, thanks. I dug it out of the ground myself. <laughs> and that's why it looks like he dug it out of the ground because he literally yeah. dug it out of the ground. Sure. But it's implied that. Right. But the, the way they what to. they cut, I think it works. I think it, it, works. They, need it they need it to just for timing wise. It's the, not about that. The like, movies let's get going. The movie's perfect. Yes. Yeah. It is my favorite comedy yeah. of all time. Like, not Christmas comedy, just comedy. But the whole uh, Todd and Margot, guess what their last name is? Uh... According to the script. Margot and Todd Chester. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, looks like the toad overestimated the height of his living room ceiling. This is all in the script, too. 
Obviously, no love lost on the Chesters. He's in a bad enough mood as it is. He turns off the chainsaw and pushes up the mask on his forehead. <laughs> Great stuff. She gasps in horror. The chainsaw <laughs> revs up. Um, so they shot this, Squeezer. I, when I, I never went on the Wikipedia. We never talked about this. The production. What the on the back lot? Well, we didn't like talk a whole lot about it. I thought we did because we talked about the Murtaugh house. Yeah, what did I? What did I? What did I read today? Well, well, you know, there's a more recent show that you enjoy quite thoroughly. What's that? that was shot here? The Griswold House. What do I enjoy quite thoroughly that's shot here? What's your favorite Marvel show? WandaVision. Yeah. It was shot here? It's their house. Oh, it is? It's the same house, yep. No, it's not. Yes, it is. They actually, like, CGI for, like, the 50s where it was the ranch. They actually, like, CGI'd the roof off of it. Jesus Christ. It looks so different. I know. I, I, they got I, rid of all the, I, the, pe- the like the peaks and the awnings. Yeah. But and then they add them again later in a different year. And like I honestly when I read that I'm like that's bullshit. And I'm like ding deep and there's a lot of like legit articles like showing it and like side by side pictures. I'm like, oh, oh cool. shit. When I looked up Like the- I had no you would have no idea. When I okay, here it is. Filming principal filming began on March 27, 1999, in Summit County, Colorado, which I'm assuming is the stuff we saw earlier, with footage shot in Silverthorne, Breckenridge, and Frisco. From there, yeah, because that. Oh, by the way, that's clearly that doesn't. I don't. I've never. I haven't been to Chicago, but it doesn't look like Chicago. I've been to Chicago, and it doesn't look like Chicago. Okay. But they're in the the back the back. Uh, suburbs of yeah. Chicago squeezer. It takes that like, two that hours. That looks like that looks like Chicago someplace like fucking airport. We live, right? Which is could be the suburbs, like and and yeah, but just and particularly the the two hillbillies in the pickup truck. It looks yeah, like yes, that would be Jake and his dad. <laughs> right up, right up the road. <laughs> right up the road. So from there, the production moved to Warner Brothers Ranch facilities in Burbank, California, where the house is located. That, but I looked this up to find out when they filmed it so I could get his, his age. I was trying to get everyone's age. The only one uh, – hold on. I didn't get – Oh. Oh, no one I noticed. I'm like, wow, this goes long. That shot, mm-hmm. that's a two-minute long static shot. What is? Them in bed. Oh, yeah, There's yeah. no cut. It's a straight rip. It's like right and out the of clerks. And the only other <laughs> – no movement. It's just the two of them doing their thing. That was in – that. there was two of those in the script, I believe. Um, the only other thing I can think of off the top of my head, where, like, no, I granted there's like, you know, I'm not talking like rope with the long take with the movement, but just static shot. But like Butch and Marcellus Wallace, when he's talking to him, mm. like that goes like two fifteen before it cuts. You saw clerks, right? Yeah. That goes like an hour and a half before it cuts. <laughs> hmm. Not really, but it's it's just it's a bunch of static stuff, it is. shots of two yeah. people talking. Uh, so there's a scene at bef- before the the in bed scene where after the tree busts out, they're in the living room and they're trying to make 
like homemade Christmas ornaments. It says, in a pleasant and calm, nearly perfect holiday picture, Clark's wearing a cashmere V-neck. He's untangling a string of lights. Audrey, Rusty, and Ellen are sitting with bowls of popcorn and cranberries in their laps. Clark has trimmed the tree branches and denuded? Yeah, I know what word you're trying to say, but... D-E-N-U-D-E-D. The top 12 inches to accommodate the star. He's finishing lights out of a cardboard box. Fishing lights out of a cardboard box. Rusty, I can't get my needle through the cranberries. Audrey, frustrated. The popcorn falls apart when I pull the string through it. Clark Clark walks to the tree with light strands. Ellen, Clark, the old-fashioned ornaments aren't working out too well. Clark, that's all part of the fun, honey. (laughs) Clark, you know, kids, years ago, people couldn't go out and buy their ornaments. They had to make them from things around the old prairie homestead. Colored balls of mud, wood shavings, bits of yarn and string, ox horns, donkey tails, prairie dog whiskers. I'll get the lights up, and then I'll give you a hand. Uh, and then Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Kiss my ass. Kiss his ass. He reaches into a bowl of popcorn. Dad, this tradition stuff is pretty cool so far, but I think I might lose its charm if I if it extended to our gifts. I mean, you're not planning on making our presents, are you? Clark, sounds like fun, but no. Yeah, I, I see a lot of the stuff that's being cut is you're just now I yeah. think they realize you just gotta get to the family. Like the grandparents showing up like is when it kinda kicks in. Oh, here's how he gets sap all over him. So Clark disappears behind the tree. Clark, off screen. Before you know it, kids, you'll be all grown up and Ellen, Clark, what are you doing behind the tree? Clark, putting up the lights. Rusty, nobody looks behind the tree, Dad. Clark. Off screen. If you just do the front, the tree isn't balanced. Believe me. If I didn't put up the lights back here, you notice the difference. Ouch. Oh, Audrey. believe me, it's not balanced and it comes crashing down. Watch your eyes, Daddy. The tree shivers and shakes as Clark works his way behind it. Ellen, I hope you're not getting sap all over your sweater. <laughs> Clark, hold on. I just swallowed a cocoon. <laughs> okay, all better. Have you ever tasted a cocoon? It's a little like cashews, but not so salty. <laughs> Clark emerges from behind the tree. He's covered head to toe in sap and pine needles. What'd you say, honey? <laughs> and then it cuts to the bed scene. <laughs> I know, that laugh. <laughs> he does that in community a lot. I love it. I fucking love Chevy mm-hmm. Chase in community. I never, I, I, I still don't get this one. Am I missing something? Or is it just Clark being Clark? What? God rest her soul, but it's just just divorced. Yeah, yeah it's just like, it's just yeah. it, it's Chevy Chase being Chevy Chase. Che- yeah. <laughs> if I log. Um, there's also at the end of the bed scene, there's like a not sex scene. They're trading catalogs, and Audrey walks in on them. It was omitted. Uh, the Christmas calendar scenes are in the script, Squeezer. Opening the little doors. Yeah, oh, it's perfect. But, oh, they're great little transitions. But it's like script because is it, different. Like in, in the first one, Clark's finger sticks to it and he tears the paper off because of the uh, sap. <laughs> it, you kind of need it. Well, it, it, it's helpful because it allows it to move yeah. without... Right. It pushes the story, yeah. And yeah. It just because the movie, the movie never makes it to Christmas, you know, and you really have no sense of where you're at, time wise. 
And Bill's like more pessimistic. He goes, I guess you're the last true family man. Me, Christmas is a big pain in the ass. I get sore face from smiling for five days at people I hate. I had the perfect holiday last year. Piled the kids in the car, drove by my sister's house, blew the horn, and threw the gifts on the lawn. Clark goes, you're a sentimental guy, huh? <laughs> What's Christmas anyway but an economic high colonic? Uh, then the whole Mr. Shirley comes through. Uh, then the holiday montage. The department store, the lingerie, it's all there, yeah. The Hooter, Hotter, it's all in there. Mm. Uh, I can't believe they were crazy to put that grandfather clock in there. Yeah. I see that and I'm like, oh, it's a fucking nightmare. And it's right, though. Every sh- I look, I, that, I look for that it had every to be time. the script supervisor. Yep. When, when that you, was. When you see that door open, like it, when he's doing the lights out there, it's like 8 o'clock at night. Um. Yeah, it's no the production value and the work that went into this movie. I always, as a kid, wondered why they're just so okay with their house getting destroyed. Like when he falls through the attic, like yeah. I, <laughs> I was like, oh my, because you know, God forbid, you do anything to your yeah. house, you get fucking. Well, you know what? No, now as a grown as a grown homeowner, now I would just I would deal with it. I would just say. Eh. Fuck it. I'll deal with it later. If I fell through my... I almost did. Fall through my ceiling. I think I get some boards up there. Hmm. I'm looking for a script supervisor. Oh, yeah. give them, They never get enough credit. I know. Oh. Marcia Mavis Gerard. Mavis Gerard. She was the script supervisor on. It was her last movie. No, really? Yeah. Hi. She did a hell of a job. I know. Hmm. She was on Fright Night and Poltergeist 2, Fatal Beauty. And she just got sick of the industry and this was her last straw. I could see that. Maybe this is what pushed her over the edge because there was so much. See, it was that grandfather clock. <laughs> Squeezer, you're right. That was Chevy Chase. The script says, I was just looking for something for my mother, her wife. And obviously, she doesn't wear underwear. And there's plenty of shopping days left until adultery, adulthood, which is to say Christmas, Yuletide, Yule. <laughs> Everything else. So these, she's not dead. It's his mother's wife. <laughs> <laughs> God, rest her soul. Like, yeah, I could see him just off the top of his head. Just, yeah. Yeah. I have this exact outfit. Uh, sans the bear's hat, but yeah. you're kind of wearing it tonight. Making me shit for it, yeah. Well, it's not that you. It's not that I have anything against the outfit. It's just that Dan Ross no. wore it first. Yeah. So, so there's there's <laughs> a. You want to hear the scene between Clark and Rusty after they leave the store? Sure. Oh, uh, like there's a. So between Clark and Rusty showing up. And- yes. Clark and Rusty walk through the store loaded with lingerie boxes. Clark's in a nervous sweat as he tries to explain himself to Rusty. Clark, boy, did I get a lot of shopping done. And that funny-looking gal back there was so helpful. Rusty, funny-looking? Clark, that wasn't fair of me. Unusual-looking. So tall and skinny and (laughs) top-heavy. Clark continued. The wide hips and narrow waist, the real big eyes and lips. If her cheekbones were any higher, gee whiz, she'd have to open her mouth to put in her contacts. But she was nice, and she knew she knew her underpants, and that's all. That's and that's all that's important. Dad, she was cover girl material. Yeah, for like a medical journal, sure. 
<laughs> Gee, I hope I remember where I perked the old um, Dickster, a uh, truckster. Dickster. <laughs> <laughs> um, so credit to uh, both Chechik and like the editing here when they. I, don't, I was. I'm not done, but like, I'll, I'll keep going. Oh no, sorry, but th- this I was watching this. I'm like, for a movie and for a comedy, like the coverage that they do here, because like oh, watch yeah. the cuts they when shot he the like shit flies backwards. They probably were so fed up with Chevy. They were like, yeah, you're going to do this a hundred times. Like, look at those. Like, that's a different shot every time. Yep. And they cut that, which means... And it's not just, like, in post where, like, okay, let's cut to here, cut to here. You have to plan for all that and stage all those and shoot all that, too. Yes. So, it's just... This scene, by the way, (laughs) this kitchen scene... This reminds me of Christmas when I was a kid so much for some reason. No one slices carrots anymore. No one peels nah. carrots and slices like this and like cut make the sound like this. This is fucking Christmas for me in my house. Except my mom didn't smoke cigarettes, but the sweaters, the kitchen, everything. This reminds mm-hmm. me of me being a kid. Okay, the scene continues. Clark shoes Rusty on ahead. Rusty says, Dad, keep moving, Russ. But Dad, he pushes Rusty through a door and takes a look back at Mary. Uh, inside the lingerie department, Clark's POV, she waves to him <laughs> and never smile. He turns and walks through the door. As it closes, we read a blast sign, a brass sign that says, ladies, there's a collective shriek and a pair of sharp slaps. <laughs> a beat. Rusty and Clark walk out. Their hair is messed up. They're both rubbing their stinging cheeks. <laughs> they walk in the ladies changing room. <laughs> I love the way they break. And this the sound to go with it. We already the the relatives already came in, right? Yes. That's all written. God, your hands gotta be cramping up after a while. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I could detest when I'm gluing uh, hot, hot gluing lights to my house. <laughs> it's a similar. <laughs> This whole like, like, like brouhaha with the relatives in the morning—that's all in the script, Squeezer. It's insane. And this draft comes after the shooting started. This draft is revised for nineteen eighty-nine, and shooting technically began on three twenty-seven He says, the line's in the script. If I'm out in the cold and I'm committed to decorating the house, I'm going to do it right. And I'm going to do it big. You want something you can be proud of, don't you? 757. I hope he falls and breaks his neck. He'll fall for sure, but we're not lucky enough to have him break his neck. That's in the script. God damn. John Hughes, you're the man. He is. Okay, there's more. Chester House, close-up, Todd and Margo. They're irritated and fussy. Todd, there should be some sort of ordinance prohibiting outdoor lights. Margo, if we can't keep kids and dogs out of the neighborhood... Wait, sorry. Excuse me. Go ahead. I don't know, Margo. Thank you. It's the greatest line in cinematic history. Hmm. Was it written by John Hughes? I'm, I'm getting there. We're still away. Okay. Uh, the scene where they're making the gingerbread house, uh, Nora says, if you keep eating the shingles, we won't have any left for the roof. And Francis says, they're stale anyway. Uh, 
Okay, here we are. Just put him on the lawn. Uh, would it be decent? Okay, we're all making sacrifices. Yep, here it is. Crash through the side windows and pales their stereo. Um, I don't know. That scene's not in there. That was added. Oh, really? Yeah. Like it doesn't even cut to them. Just it shows them. In, it shows their stereo getting impaled. It doesn't, and then it cuts to this. What we're looking at right now. Huh. Oh, that'd be tragic. Well, I am so glad that was changed. That drum roll is in the in the thing. But beautiful Clark art that's in the the script. <laughs> what I don't get is so do washing machines. Oh no! Okay, here's where the line makes sense. He goes. He worked really hard, Grandma, and Art says so do washing machines, but they don't make very good fathers. <laughs> that's wow all right i you know what that just comes off as mean i know <laughs> it's very mean. but the line never made sense no but it kind of does well i guess if you take if you take it in con like like you take what he's not saying but i was always like okay yeah washing machines work hard but the line is technically but they don't make very good fathers that's actually great <laughs> We're uncovering mysteries, Squeezer. I still You're uncovering them. I'm just I the reason I got the script was to figure out what happened during the sled scene. It's it happens exactly how it's written. Nothing was cut, really? nothing was changed. I have no idea why Eddie The says, music cue it, music yes, cue is listed in there. I have no idea all? why why he says bingo. Oh no, it isn't here. It's just they put the scene before, it's after. Something had to break the window, something had to hit the stereo. Why oh. is the carpet all wet? It doesn't say I don't know Margot looking at the window. I don't know, but I'll bet that asshole has something to do with it. Now I don't know Margot. So that was an impact. Oh, tragic. That that My hat off to you, Nicholas Guest. Yes, yes, yes. Both of you. It's not Nicholas Guest. What? You said Nicholas Guest. Yeah. Oh, that was Todd? Yeah. Well, no wonder why he improvised. I didn't realize that was Nicholas Guest from all the fucking, uh, from, um, from, uh, what's that fucking band movie? No, it's not him, right? Are you thinking of Christopher Guest? Christopher Guest is who I'm thinking Christopher of. Guest is his brother. Ah, so it's in his blood. Yeah. Um, oh, he played Harry in Trading Places. That's how I guess how he introduced Christopher Guest to Jamie Lee Curtis. They're married, right? Uh, I guess. Are they still married? Yeah. Good for them. 1984. Holy shit. That's a long-ass marriage in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, because '83 Harry was in Trading Places, so that's probably how he met Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, that's actually kind of sweet. Yeah, I mean we don't know that for sure, but 
yeah, it makes well, sense. We'll it, li- it's true. It, it lines up. Yeah, we'll say it's true. Who's going to stop us? I love that his pajamas, like if he were to stand against a wall, he would just like be camouflaged. Against <laughs> isn't the fucking wallpapered walls so like growing up? It's, like every wall in our house oh, is wallpapered. Yeah. It's, it doesn't it was in exist our, anymore. In our bathroom. Our bathroom was wallpapered and carpeted. That's a terrible idea. We and, didn't like, have carpet, our, but we had wallpaper. Our, our bathtub was like this inset like beige thing. And then right where, like, you know how, like, the the, the bathtub hits the wall and then it's tiled? Mm-hmm. The wallpaper went right down to that. Mm-hmm. Who thought that was a good idea? So he finds the Happy Mother's Day present in the script. Dad, is Clark coming? How the hell would I know? Was he in the house? If he's not up on the ladder farting around with the lights, he must be in the house. And the, he can drive. Me, I have to eat so I can take my back pill. I love that line. You know what? I love it. And the more I, I think about it, like, my, my grandfather's, like, you get to that age yeah. where they don't give a shit. It's about their their bowels and yeah, their pain. That's my grandmother. all that like, matters. My grandma is the definition of hangry if she doesn't eat. Oh, my God. Yep. Oh, yeah. My grandfather, if hit, that meal comes, you know, five minutes late. Or if I'm on the phone with him, and like I might call like around eleven thirty in the morning, like hey, just checking in, pop up, how you doing? He's like, uh, you know, it's good hearing from you, but uh, lunch is gonna come in the next uh, forty five minutes, so I gotta go, and he'll just hang up on me. Do you want? Because he has to sit and wait for his lunch to come. Jimmy's in the chat. Look, he's 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 sip he's uh he's he's participating. Uh, Chaim Ambroso says, boy, FYI, and Chasing Plastic, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Thanks for doing this. A great gift. My favorite retro podcast. Thank you. Thanks. Um, so there's a scene here, Squeezer, in the department store, men's accessory department, with Clark Sr. and Nora at the counter looking at manicure sets. Clark Sr. Oh, it actually takes them to the... Chopping, yes. To the mall. Clark Sr. says, I don't see anything wrong with getting rusty an air rifle. That's what he wants. Nora, Ellen said no. You heard her. All right, Clarky had all right. Clarky had one when he was a boy, Nora, and he put out all the windows in the garage, and you threw it away. <laughs> <laughs> Referring to the manicure set in her hand. No, I think we'll just be, he'll just be thrilled with the manicure set. Yeah, you're right. There's nothing more important to a young fella than well-groomed fingernails, Nora. The set also includes a nifty toenail clipper. That's a heck of a nice deal, especially in the summer. <laughs> I'm glad they cut that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and. He's stepping on the joists. Wait. He shouldn't be. He should be on like the the actual, like wood, right? Not the plaster. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You do not want to step on. Um, I guess it's maybe like a plaster because it's. In my in my uh, attic, I mean it was on, honestly, if that was just normally you would just yeah, it's plaster. Yeah. In I mean, my uh, yeah, you shouldn't be standing there that long to begin with. In our but, own house, it was insulation there, but you'd they were like, don't step on it, you'll fall through. Yeah. Because it was just uh, sheetrock up there. Yep. That. Uh, yeah, it's one roomy ass attic, though. Yeah, I know, right? What's well, a big ass house? Oh uh, yeah, it's a uh, thirty-five hundred square feet. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I look. I was the. That's the set dimensions. Because I, I think that house is finished, 
and you can use it as an interior set. Some other houses on the block are just facades. There's another department store scene. Art and Francis are at the counter discussing a gift for Audrey. Art, doesn't Audrey have a person gloves, Francis? This is for when she dresses up. Francis, we'll have it monogrammed. Art looks at the price tag. At 110 bucks, Forget it. Let's go back to the toy section and get her that loom. <laughs> uh, I was bitching about this to you yesterday. Like, it's yeah. a tragedy. That, so I get in. I, I go full Clark. So if I'm in the car, especially if I'm driving the kids around, but even for me, like, or I'm in a work vehicle and I don't have, like, my phone synced up, mm-hmm. I put Christmas music on. Yeah, that's me. Now, in the script, Squeezer, um, his uncle is is his wife's relative. In this in this in this video, they imply that he's Clark's uncle. Lewis is Clark's relative because he's right there. See, hmm. but Aunt Bethany's not in this, which is really strange. And he calls him Grizz, which makes me always think he was Bethany's relative. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah, the, so this all, the whole, as a kid, is in there, but Lewis isn't in the in the script in this part. Oh, I think, um, what did I read? That the house, the exterior house, is actually the house from Bewitched. Well, that makes sense why I was in WandaVision. Which, then. yeah, well, the, no, but so, no, the the f- house in the film that he's watching from like the 50s ah. is the house from Bewitched, which is on that block. It's just down the street from this house, like on the back lot. But that house from Bewitched was also the house that was Agatha's house. Ah. So... I mean, you could say it's like, oh, they did it because they have such great reverence to Christmas Vacation and the Marvel MCU, yeah. but it's because they shot in the same lot. Yeah, right. There's <laughs> there's like three ranches in fucking Hollywood anymore. Spawn Ranch is clearly gone, thanks to fucking Manson family. Yeah. And they're not shooting a Western. Anytime soon, no. So here we are. We're still in the script. Everything's still the same. Um, uh, Ellen and Clark's lines here are still the same. Uh, the the kiss every inch of your body after you shower, of course, of course, was in the script. Um, the the don't stay up too late is that in there? Don't stay up too late. I uh, that goes back. That's I think. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. That, that's in there. Yep. Okay. Yep. That because that hit me, like, and well, it's also Beverly D'Angelo's like deliberately. Deliberately, deliberately, like it's very. Alan, do you want me to do the drum roll thing? No, it's okay. Here goes nothing. That's in the script. The drum roll thing. Wow, but like it it just the way the characters are written and how they like pull it off. Like it's just like you believe that these people are married. I think that's why this is their third movie together. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this is mostly in the script. Um, and it, the whole Margot and Todd running into the armoire. Todd takes a header down the stairs. I love that outlet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so terrifying. It's like under my desk at work. <laughs> yes. 
If I had kids, I would. I mean, yeah. My dad was pretty close to Clark Griswold. I would be. I would be the proto Griswold. I think Squeezer. I, I love the how doofus. The, 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 they, they they do the same shot too when Rusty goes to the breaker with the lighter too. But like the guy in the nuclear plant has to go with the lighter. Yeah. Um, I just picture like I want to like see the look on the gaffer's face when he's on set, and I know it's a prop and it's a gimmick and it's all part of it, but like there had to have been a joke. Mm, I mean, with the I'm, outlet. I'm sure there's still like some peppers, or maybe it was in the script. Let's see. No, 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 not that, but like the no, the I mean, like them looking at the outlet, like the propped outlet, and the way it's how ridiculous that is. A uh, close-up power plant, power plant control panel. A male hand slaps a button marked auxiliary nuclear on. <laughs> so no, it's not written with a lighter. Get a towel. <laughs> oh, this, this is all. Uh, that's in the script. Get a towel, quick. There's one all over the carpet. I'm having the foggiest. Oh my god. A line in the script is damn it, damn it, damn it. Damn it, damn it, damn it. <laughs> I'm blinky. This great scene where he flips out. I've I've done this multiple times, random places yeah. in my house. He, is it plugged in? He uh okay. I, I think he, he he broke his pinky on this. Oh yeah. That's why he started kicking it, because he hurt his hand. <laughs> the karate chops. Ah, he's running around like this. This scene I've done oh, that little ones. hair ah, flip. Gosh, this is my so favorite fucking. Yeah, I know they're all so good. Dude, this was their their pit perfect movie together. Yeah. I have a pitch for a sequel, Squeezer. I'd love. You know what? No, sorry. I would love to, but no. No, I told you I was gonna do it. I don't care, yes or no. I'm gonna. T I told you I was gonna pitch. This. I, I teased. I was gonna pitch the sequel. In this, uh, when we watch this, do you want to hear it now or do you? So wait? you're the one to blame when we get a shitty Christmas vacation. No, 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 no. If they do it the way I want it, no. So, um, did you get back Johnny Galecki and Juliet Lewis? Okay, and yeah. it's it's Johnny Galecki's house. And he's got two kids, and Juliet Lewis and her husband split. Audrey and her husband split up, and she's living at the house with with Johnny Gleck and his wife. And the parent, he's like, my dad always tried to replicate the greatest, uh, like, family, old fashioned family Christmas. And mm -hmm. this year, I'm going to do the same with Audrey here. I think we can do it because Audrey's been living uh, in California, and she moves back to Chicago. So. Uh, Clark and Ellen come, played by Chevy and Beverly, and um, his wife's parents, like Johnny Galecki's wife's parents, are played by Steve Martin and Martin Short as a gay couple. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fucking gold? That's all. That's uh, it. That's the pitch. You just want to get those two, to, and then you don't have to write anything else. The three um, amigos together. Yes, yeah. you get Chevy Chase. Yeah, you get fucking Martin Short and Steve Martin together in a movie. Like the movie's done. 
Look, look, every every blog and internet review site would love it because it's one more opportunity for them to bitch at nostalgia and fan service. And also like Martin Short playing a gay man when you could have cast a gay man. Oh, yeah, sure. Because yeah. it's acting. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Yes, I think. Yeah. It... I, I had no problem with um, uh, Doogie Howser. Well, I can't remember his actual name right now. Uh, God damn it. What's his name? It's three names. Uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus? Doogie Hauser. Wow, yeah. I'm sorry. I can't help you out. But I Neil mean, Patrick look, Harris. Like, I had no problem with Neil Patrick Harris playing a straight man in uh, 8-Bit Christmas. Like, like, why can't Martin Short play like Steve Martin's gay husband? <laughs> Wouldn't that be fucking hysterical? I don't know. Something, something because there's roles available. I don't know. But I mean... I mean, Randy Quaid plays a crazy person. You can't. Oh, wait. Yeah. And if, if by any chance you could get Randy Quaid back, I don't care how crazy he is. If yeah. he could be back as Cousin Eddie. Well, so so Mrs. Squeezer asked me a question because we were talking about this because we were watching it, Rapping Presence. This is, I watched you, it a bunch Sean. of times the last Sean couple knows. nights. I don't know anything. She goes, whatever happened? You don't hear from Randy Quaid anymore because like, it used to be like all the crazy stories. Now crazy it is. I'm like, well, because Randy Quaid crazy randy quaid of just like a couple years ago is what they call the new normal now <laughs> like he's not crazy anymore well he's still crazy he's just not perceived, he is. i guess anyway. it's just everyone else is crazy too right. so uh when he says art arthur dad thanks for being here uh art instead of said those little lights aren't twinkling he goes you got too many blue lights is the line he says and then Eddie said the house looks real swell clark Eddie, and and uh, Randy Quaid is so fucking funny in this movie. My God, like just his the looks on his face half the time. Better take a rain check on that art. He's got a lip fungus, ain't identified like, yet. Uh, how hard did they have to work to pro- like to gimmick that hat to like <laughs> get it to stay out like that? He's just fucking brilliant. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I just wow! I've seen this movie a thousand times. Okay. That look he gives Catherine as she's walking away is the most vicious. I'm going to ravage you tonight. Look, I've never seen that before. Mm-hmm. I can't go back and watch. <laughs> well, it. Well, we were saying tonight it. over headsets. Get the rubber sheets and the gerbils. Get the- I was like, that's what Squeezer says to his wife when they're having a fun night. But I I never, because like this was a movie we watched. It didn't matter when. It wasn't at Christmas. When we were at my grandparents' house, my dad's parents, and we were watching That's in the script. My God. It was either um, Price is Right or Christmas Vacation. That's all we ever watched. And I watched it four times in the last three days. And just watching it now, like the look he gives her is the most And don't forget disturbing. the rubber sheets and the gerbils. <laughs> Go get you something to eat. <laughs> College Carnival. Ah, fuck, this movie is so fucking perfect. What is a pixie dust spreader on the Tilt-A-Whirl? I don't know. Is it like I... like uh, sawdust for people who puke? No, no. I I don't know. I was trying to figure that out. My guess is, is he 
selling drugs while running the Tilt-A-Whirl. Like, does he run the Tilt-A-Whirl when they come up to him, he sells him Angel Dust? Mm, I just assumed it had to do with, uh, like... Oh, is it like, like cleaning dust. up puke? Yeah, sawdust. Okay, I'm trying to get a little too... Oh, I also just uh, got that. Like, not there was anything to get there. But knocking over that little spinny thing, I forgot what the hell they're called. I, because with the shoot I did not too long ago. Yeah, the German lady. That those are expensive. Yeah. That that's like a four hundred dollar thing that he just broke. What is a pixie? Here's somebody. A lot of people Google it. God, there's so much wallpaper. Huh. I guess we'll never know. I assume it's uh, like sawdust, but. Guessing people's weight are barking for the yak lady. There's a lot of awkward angles in this house. Necessary. Yeah. I love the one scene you see the, the original Apple Macintosh in the background. Oh, yeah. Clark had some money. I'm not going to lie. That's an expensive computer. Uh, computer. Ugly as sin, but sweet gal. And hell of a kid, hell of a good cook. I'm doing fine, Clark. Just glad to be here. So, uh... It's December. That, that's what's crazy. Everyone's still there. And Christmas is still... Okay, so E-Rock had a question, Squeezer. Uh -oh. The gift Clark has for Mr. Shirley here, it's the exact same package of every gift that's on the table. What is this yes. gift? Have we talked about this before? Let me see. I, I never I, noticed I, it until E-Rock pointed it out. It's a it's a high one and like a long one. Yeah, I think it's a um a like a uh, pen uh, and like a, a what what the hell you call it? Uh, a a uh, a egg like timer? a notary kind of like you know like a sticky note and pen kind of thing. Like a desk thing, like a desk organizer. Oh, it looks like uh, I thought it was some sort of egg timer because he seems to have an obsession with egg timers. God, I love this shot. Yeah. Have you ever done this with me? Just start in my office, waiting for just, you to. Uh huh. Just for, for stand your, there and for your. Uh... But I've used the important call thing before. <laughs> yeah, I, I do that all the time. <laughs> Ah, uh, the gerbils are the kids. They're not having sex with them. There's a scene cut. <laughs> oh, they, they come back to the two footholes punched through the bimbo's chest. From when, when he falls through the ceiling. Squeezer? Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Art... Art, he gives up trying to figure out what happened to the poster. He rolls over and settles into the bed. He turns away from the cam camera, revealing the back of his head is white with plaster dust. As he pulls the covers up around his shoulders, a cloud of dust rises. And then it's uh, another night uh, in bed scene about Eddie. says, Clark, I'm not complaining. I just don't know how we can have a nice Christmas with Eddie here. Ellen, well, they're sleeping in the driveway. 
Clark, and isn't that just a kick in the nuts? How can a house look anything but a junkyard with a shack on wheels parked in the driveway? Ellen, you never judge anyone by how much or how little they have, Clark. Clark, no, and I never will. If Eddie was rich, there's a long pause. Clark and Ellen, he'd be worse. But there's a typo in the script. It says he's be worse. Clark, good night, sweetheart. <gasps> and then we're here. Yeah, I love the uh, when he calls him greaseball. Yeah, greaseball, grizzball. Like he even 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 while he's there, he doesn't get his name right until he introduces him to his wife. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing in the script about like a music cue or any nope. idea like this was. He says, this is a new non-caloric silicon-based kitchen lubricant my company's working on. It creates a surface 500 times slippier than any cooking oil. We're really going to fly down the hill with this stuff. Has anyone ever put that in a sled? Not that I know of. And he does the whole line. Let's see. Be careful, Clark. Be careful, though, Clark. There's nothing to worry about, Ed. Going for a new amateur recreational saucer sled land speed record. Clark W. Griswold Jr. He sets his palms. Oh, yeah, this is going to be some kind of wild ride. Clark rocks himself back, holds a split second, and pushes off. The said flies to the peak of the hill. Um, yeah, he's sailing through the parking lot. He's holding for dear life, screaming all the way. Low and moving, barely missing cars. People jumping out of the way, heading for a Jeep. He leans back, closes his eyes, anticipation of serious injury. Sled shoots under the Jeep and out. He flies in the lamp, squawking, braking, and... Eddie says bingo. Yeah. Hmm. Doesn't make any sense. The one nope. mystery. This is in the script too. Bill and Clark, another one. Have a real Merry Christmas. Yeah. And uh, I love that little pull he's playing with. Hey, Santa Claus. Clark, he's got a damn good job. And he's got to be really... It's its amazing, like, how intelligent you must be to do what he does. Yeah. He, uh, in the Vegas vacation, he's got the milk in the bag and he pours, and the cookie's like, what... 15 years old and the milk is something really old too. <laughs> it, it's crazy for as many times as I've seen Christmas vacation. Yeah. Probably saw Vegas twice. Uh, I saw it in the theater with my dad. Of course you did. Mm -hmm. There were Mary's back. Who's Mary's like old as fuck now? It's fucking weird. Yeah. She is played by something. Her last name's Scorsese. I always remember that. Uh, well, seeing as Rusty's in his 40s. Yeah. Nicolette Scorsese is two years older than my dad. She's born January 6, 1954. So she's almost 70. <laughs> Jesus. Mm -hmm. She's 68. And if she was born in 54, in this movie, okay, so 64, she was 10, 74, she was 20, 84, she was 30. She was 34. She wasn't that far from our age right huh. now. 
Huh. <laughs> um, and I, I'm not trying to like pass judgment or be sexist or this any. This is all in the script uh, of too. Of course, by the way. I'm not. Um, but if this movie were made today, there's no way they cast a 34 year old in that role. No. No. Maybe 19. <laughs> Instagram influencer. Yep. Oh yeah, and they, they'd have to squeeze in like her. Her at mentions and tags and all that shit. Ruby Ruby Sue says, "Holy shit, Santa Claus!" And that's her line in the script. <laughs> and then she says, "Uncle Clark, are you Santa Claus?" But she starts with, "Holy shit, Santa Claus!" That's a wig. How come you're up, sweetheart? Rocky bit my thumb. <laughs> And that, no. I was trying to figure out what that meant. <laughs> okay, here it is. Explain. My mom puts bad taste and crap on his thumb so he doesn't suck it. So sometimes he sucks mine and he has a bad dream. Sometimes he bites it. Uh, that That's one of those I wouldn't mind if they left it in. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's so weird. Honey, not in Honey Crunch. What are you having for breakfast? Not in Honey. Remember those commercials? Yeah. You know what? Good for her for getting out. Yeah. Him's nervous because Christmas is on. I don't get that him's nervous. He's just bad English. Yep. Shit I mean, if Eddie were your dad, shitting rocks. <laughs> yeah, right. That's in the script. Shitting bricks. You shouldn't use that word. Sorry. He's shitting rocks. Don't use the S word. Oh, he's nervous because he don't know if he's getting nothing. Are you in school? Clark says, and she goes, first is grade. Clark, to himself, good school system. I don't think you should be nervous, and you shouldn't be either, because... Oh, okay, he says, good school system. So he makes fun of how the fact that she can't talk. Yeah. You don't gotta put your coat on to use the bathroom. I think Jake was like, what do you mean? <laughs> when he was a kid. No, squeezer. That was you. Oh, sorry. I was on uh, John Hughes's page. Oh, we're definitely doing. By the way, I, I was yeah, listening to, An to Anthony Michael Hall on on uh, Smodcast, and that's mm -hmm. what got me into this script. We're definitely doing a John Hughes show in the new Jesus year. Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's a that's a treasure trove, John Hughes. I mean, fucking so much shit. He wrote our childhood. Yeah. Uh, next comes the one of the most famous lines in uh, Christmas movie history, Squeezer. Merry Christmas. Shitter's full. Checked our shitters. So, uh, when was the first time you saw this movie, Squeezer? Uh, I don't know. It was, I want to say it was at my grandparents. That's where we always watched it. We saw it right when it came out on video. My dad loved the vacation movies. They're his favorite movies. Yeah, my dad, my, well, they, they were so obsessed and they, to this, you know, they always loved SNL and like oh, that yeah. original 
the and, first and, and second generation cast. Yeah, Chevy Chase. My dad was the biggest Chevy Chase fan. That's why I saw Caddyshack and Caddyshack 2 as a kid. Yeah. Hey, cover your eyes, nudity. But yeah, Christmas Vacation, favorite movie. We watched it. I can't forgive the Blackhawks jersey, but... I have that Blackhawks jersey. I wear it. I was going to wear it today. It's downstairs. I didn't put it on. Uh, monster. I don't know. I don't, what is, the Blackhawks is Chicago, right? Yeah. What do you care? <laughs> they beat the Flyers. When? Uh, 2009? Hmm. But do you even care anymore? Well, there, uh, you know there's a big scandal about that, right? We won't go into, but... Oh, yeah. D- please don't go into it. I don't care. No. No, but there's a scandal. The silent majesty of a winter's morn, the clean, cool chill of a holiday air, and an asshole in his bathrobe emptying a chemical toilet into my sewer. That's in the script. <laughs> Shitter was full. Shitter was full's in the script. Have you checked our shitters, honey? Clark, please. He doesn't know any better. That's all in the script. The second shitter was full on was not in the script. He just says Merry Christmas. Yeah, it was 09010. Oh man. And they you know, they talk about Ruby Sue. Oh, we get their Walmart scene soon. I think. Look at that uh outfit. He's got the hockey jersey, the sweatpants, <laughs> socks, and looks like Full dock siders, like they wear shoes in the house. Yeah, it's maybe he was doing something. I don't know. <laughs> All right, fine, Sean. You can wear your Blackhawks jersey, and I will have to now wear my Bernie Perrant jersey. So, so we see Cheez Its, can openers, Alpo, whatever that food is, Old Roy there. <laughs> We're in a Walmart here. <laughs> you get the giant box of milk bones. He can't get the presents for the kids, but he can buy, th- like, what is this, probably $30 in dog food? Uh, Yeah, I don't know what the, so it's 10 bucks right there. That's just, on average, 10 bucks an item. Yeah. <laughs> Three big bags of Purina and dog chow. Look at, Look at those. <laughs> that's, thir- that's 30 bucks right there. Yes, it is nine ninety eight, and then Walmart. Hang on, this oh is, Roy, this is this He's, is the best. Crushes the light bulb. The timing, yeah. <laughs> the timing on that is fucking perfect. The old Roy is only five forty seven now. <laughs> Cabbage patch dolls, old makeup sets, the red bats with the ball, the jumbo bat and balls. Oh yeah, that's a real nice surprise. Real nice. Now, the, the, what makes this movie so unbelievable is it's the longest two people have ever been able to walk in a straight line in Walmart without bumping into 30 different people. Yeah, Walmart didn't exist where we lived back here, back then. No, nah, I didn't know what this was. Yeah. I mean, you didn't. You just thought it was a generic store when you were a kid. Like, I didn't realize until yeah. I was older. Like, oh, they're in Walmart. Yeah, this like, would have been uh, Laneco. Yeah, right, Laneco. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, the Walton family took uh, cues for making Walmart the way they did from the link from the Bartolucci family of Lenko. Oh, look at that. Represent. Yeah. Woot, woot. 
Look at that <laughs> fucking Cabbage Patch dolls, thirty-two dollars. Thir- Holy shit! Back in nineteen eighty-eight. Yeah, and I mean they were still a hot. Yeah, I mean maybe by eighty-eight they 89. weren't. They're eighty-nine. I was 89. so crazy. Eighty-nine. It was March eighty-nine, 89. but uh, I mean they're still a hot ticket item. <laughs> the be- voice of Betty Boop. She's a uh, comedic gold in this movie. They both are Uncle Lewis and Aunt Bethany. <laughs> don't throw me I, I love that like, what old lady tells you not to throw her down <laughs> oh, that that's like believable for some reason that like to me it's like don't throw me down clock <laughs> I love riding in cars kids don't she get that so great but if she's 80 in 1988 she was born in 1908 one was the combustion engine like cars, yeah. cars weren't a thing. I mean, yeah, she. I love riding in cars. Well, like my grandmother, she never drove. Like that's not like it's like something she never thought she needed to do. So like I, she had no interest in driving. She didn't need to. She worked at the uh, uh, silk mill or the uh, I don't know wherever they make clothes. Like two blocks away, she could walk to work. Is Rusty still in the Navy? See, look, it makes it seem like they're Hel- uh, Ellen's, because all three of the all, everyone on the screen right now is at part of Ellen's family. But you're Uncle, right, yeah. But Uncle Lewis, and in the script, hold well, on, let me get to the script. In the script, uh, the boy, what's his name, Rocky? Rocky asks who the old ladies are. So. Um, Ellen helps off with the fur coat as Francis and Catherine greet her. Catherine, Aunt Bethany, you look so wonderful. Hello, Uncle Lewis. Uncle Lewis, how do, Princess? Francis, hello, Bethany, Lewis. Francis embraces Uncle Lewis. The rest of the family crowds into the foyer. Lewis shifts his cigar in his mouth to keep it from setting Francis's hair on fire. Uncle Lewis, watch the stinkeroo. I don't want you to burn down, burn down your wig. <laughs> Rusty and Ruby Sue. Ruby Sue tugs on Rusty's coat to get his attention. He looks at her. Ruby Sue. Who's the old geezers? Rusty. That's your mom and my mom's great aunt and uncle. Ruby Sue. What's so great about him? (laughs) (laughs) Wait. Wait. Your mom and my mom? So Rusty's mom and Ruby Sue's mom's great aunt and uncle. Because uh, Rusty Sue... uh, Rusty's mom is cousin's... With Ruby Sue's mom. No, but I. I'll but it wouldn't it be her, their moms. It would have been their dad and her mom. What? No, 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 no. Eddie is not Ellen's cousin. Catherine is Ellen's cousin. Come on, this is basic squeeze. This is one on one. This is big vacation. Do math here. So Ellen and Eddie's wife are cousins in real life, blood cousins. So gotcha. Yes. So it, uh, Rusty, who's Ellen's son, is saying to Ruby Sue, who's Catherine and Eddie's daughter, "That's your mom and my mom's great aunt and uncle." You, you following? Yeah, I gotcha. I do this with my family at Christmas, and I try to figure it out. 
Oh, the turkey. This looks as good as it's... We're in for a great treat. Oh, and it's the, the effects, the, the puppeteering that went <laughs> into this turkey. Save the neck for the me, The puppeteering, Clark. the practical, the visual effects, the mm -hmm. steam, all that. Like, it was... <laughs> I think we put it in too early. It's like a gorgon. <laughs> and Bethany says, I have a cat just like this at home. Oh, okay. So Uncle Lewis says when they come in the house, Clark, that's the ugliest goddamn Christmas tree I ever did see. Where the hell did you what the hell did you do to it? And then he goes, I'm glad I'm not sleeping here tonight. Clark, you and me both. That's why he says put it out of its misery. And then Uncle Lewis says, This son of a bitch can't wait to catch fire and kill a household. So it's foreshadowing. Ah. The, the foley work here, like, the sound is just fucking yeah. exceptional. Mm -hmm. I mean, this was a pick for me last week. It worked. Just people eating. No one talking. Yeah. No, just everyone just... So It's the most silence they've had the entire film. Film. It, this is all in the script. Clark puts a gleaming knife to the turkey, punctures the hind end, and a great gush of gas es escapes. Everyone leans, everyone leans back from the table as the turkey sputters and coughs. The split, the slit in the turkey flutters as gas escapes. He, he's leaning back. Clark's leaning back. The gas runs out and sputtering and stops. Clark leans forward and looks at the turkey. The legs begin to rise up on their own. Yeah, that's all... It's all in the script. Oh, oh, here's that here's... slicked back ponytail mullet that Rocky's got. Is I know. Phenomenal. So, uh, there's something else here in the script. So, uh, a beat close up Clark. He finishes. He fishes through the debris and comes up with a can of prepared poultry stuffing. Clark, Ed, did you make the dressing? Close up, Eddie. He smiles. I gotta confess, Clark, it's store-bought. Found it in the RV last night. All you gotta do is pop the top off and serve it up. <laughs> so they put, like, a can of dressing in, in this cavity. And then the whole Pledge of Allegiance. The blessing. Yeah. Catherine's got that look on her face while he's like, no, no, he's just going through the trash. She's like, oh, she knows. Like, oh, this shit. trash is majestic. The ranch Fritos, the Pepsi cans. <laughs> majestic. I love this trash. I want to, like, pick through and oh. take things for my collection. My favorite thing about this is, and I, I talked about this the last time, I think, is the Halloween decorations still out. And the Roger Rabbit lunch pail. Yeah. Like, it, it's just, to me, it's, like, satisfying. Like, oh, thank God. Like, it, it, it makes it lived in. Yeah. It's just, it's still there. And the room with the water, like my uncle who is, who had a house like big like this, he had a room like this, like that had the water fucking, uh, cooler in it. The same exact type of water cooler. And like, that was like an extravagance as I was a kid. Oh my God. They have a big yeah. bottle of water comes out like that. And we got one. When did my mom decide to get one? 
I don't know why she thought like no, it's because my grandparents used to get like jars of water delivered to the house. Mm -hmm. Like there were these glass bottles that came in like these heavy like they were cardboard, but it was nearly wood. Like it was like waxed cardboard crates that the water bottles would come in. Nope. Call back to the nuclear plant. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, then she decided we went with Cloister and had a water cooler. The water deliveries would come. Here's here's a line. That was a fun day after school, bringing those fucking in. Here's the true uh, line when they're cleaning up the mess. Clark, I don't know why he isn't here in here cleaning this up. It was his dog. Ellen, if you want to go in and have dessert, I'll finish. Clark, that's all right. When I was cutting the pie, I found half a Band-Aid. Ellen, that must have <laughs> been Ruby Sue. She was helping roll the dough. Did you find the other half? <laughs> Uh, close up on Lewis and Bethany. Bethany is chewing with considerable difficulty. She swallows hard. Lewis leans back and yells in the kitchen. So she eats the other half of the band-aid. Then he says, get my stogie. And the cat, it smells like a uh, fried pussycat. They wanted to take that out, they, uh, but the audience loved it so much, they left it in. Yeah. Oh, God. oh no, we're going to upset the kitty cat people. Uh, I'm a kitty cat person. I thought it's Yeah, it's hysterical. Yeah. No, one, no one believes that they electrocuted a real cat. Right. <laughs> this fireball is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Alan, what are you doing, Clark? Clark. What what's it look like I'm doing? I'm throwing away the chair. Ellen, it is is it ruined? Clark says, "Honey, you and I will never outlive the stink in this piece of furniture." <laughs> I love the look he gives her when he like he throws it. She looks at him, he throws his hands up, and it's like, "Oh, what the fuck!" Like all I want to do is just eat dinner. Oh, you got to hear the rest of this, Ellen. What did yeah. you do with the cat, Clark? There's nothing to do anything with ellen it blew up eddie found its asshole stuck to the wall for god's sake ellen watch your mouth <laughs> rusty oh sick i thought it was a piece of licorice rocky spit on the wall eddie you know clark if somebody had a if somebody had a got hit with that thing it could have put an eye out clark thanks for sharing that with me eddie <laughs> um I, I i'm gonna use that down the road <laughs> its asshole was stuck to the wall <laughs> Fried pussycat. I'm gonna, you know what? That's why. That's why I don't do color commentary. Like if I was, I'm gonna pass that on the R guys. So like next time there's like a big check in the corner. Oh, his asshole was stuck to the wall. You know. <laughs> Give Master Control something to do. Hit that yellow button. What? I just love that line. I know, but your joke was completely lost on me. No. You don't want to sit. There's a big check in the corner. Guy gets hit hard into the wall. And you go, oh, his asshole stuck oh, to the wall. Oh, check. Hockey. Oh. Yeah, hockey. We just we were just there. I'm still on this uh, 2010 Stanley Cup page. I got to close that. So Art says it was an ugly Black tree Hawks. anyway. Uncle Lewis says at least it's out of its misery. Ellen, Rusty, and Audrey. And Ellen takes Rusty and Audrey into the foyer. Rocky to Eddie. Will Santa Claus still come? Eddie thinks. That's a good question, Rock. 
Catherine, if the trees... Catherine, of course he'll still come, Rocky. Uncle Lewis, if he's smart, he'll stay well clear of this joint. It's a death <laughs> trap from stem to stern. <laughs> I like uh, cynical Uncle Lewis. It's like yeah. everyone's going to die. <laughs> a letter confirming your reservation at the nuthouse? Um, let's see. Clark, I hope it's a fortune. Let's see. Um, tear the sucker open, Dad. That's in the script. Clark, I can't swim. I know. Ah, oh, that old thermostat. Yeah. That in our house. Just the whole aesthetic of this house is yeah, just it just it feels like why make yeah. an eighty why make a movie about Christmas set in the eighties because they made a movie about Christmas set in the eighties and it's this movie in the eighties yeah. and look at the look on fucking his fa Eddie's face like that glazed over duh <laughs> ready to do his line that's a gift that keeps on giving the whole year that it is Edward that pound of Meisterbrow. If this isn't the biggest bag over the head punch in the face I've ever got, god damn it. Like, and everyone's all like, and know what's 80s about this? Everyone's dressed up for Christmas dinner at the house. Yeah. Like, e even, I'm, I want to say even 20 years ago, we start, we were kind of dressed up a little bit. Like, yeah, at least nice, yeah. maybe khakis. Yeah. But now, I, I put, go, like, I put my good hoodie on. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, my stepdad like he would he would have like a nice shirt on. I think he might even wore like a jacket over like a a polo. And now I walk in and it's literally a t-shirt tucked into his jeans. Like no one we're just like, "Eh, it's Christmas. We're all family. Who gives a shit?" Yeah, what are you fucking dressing up for? Well, although yeah. uh, if we do if we're all doing the game on New Year's Eve, the hockey game, should we all wear tuxedos? We we're talking about that tonight. <sighs> I'm not entirely opposed to it. That is a hysterical idea. Although I'm pretty sure they'll be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it's New Year's. We're wearing tuxedos. Oh, there's that Mac. Yeah, there's the Mac, yeah. You think I could get C.E. Roth to do it? Hey, could you donate tuxedos to all of us if we say all night the crew's wearing tuxedos from C.E. Roth? Happy New Year. Like, what does it cost? Just to get them all cleaned then? That's it? And they get advertising the whole game from it? The crew is wearing tuxedos from C.E. Roth Formal Wear. We got to do a camera pop around then with all of us wearing tuxedos. And a truck pop around. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, look at this group a, of idiots wearing uh, tuxedos. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's a good business proposal. <laughs> hey, can we get 30 tuxedos for my idiots? <laughs> I, bet, I bet Rob would say yes. Yeah. Getting us all down there to get fitted would be the hard part. That, that's a big ass cummerbund. <laughs> like, uh, we had to sew two together for Jake. <laughs> Sorry, Jake. You've been getting a lot of shit this show. He's listening. No, it wasn't so much this show. It was the, me during the hockey game. I was <laughs> shitting on him nonstop. Blackhawks jersey. <laughs> the blinds going with it and the way it happens. 
Yeah. It's just... Langston DeVita oh. wrote Vasif Tech. We had a lamp like this mounted to the wall. Like, see the mirror on the, like, the scissor, like, arm? Yeah. Like, we had a lamp like that hmm. that was mounted in the wall, and you would, like, pull it out, and it was like a reading lamp over the chair. Hmm. Yeah, it was very strange. <laughs> Change was just sitting on the... So I replaced it the best I could. Also, like... All the destruction to the neighbor's house. Like, like Clark's going to have to spend his Christmas bonus fixing the house in the neighbor's house. He's not going to yeah. be able to put the pool in. Well, like, fortunately, by the time they're done, uh, the city will pay for it. Because they, can, they can't prove it's all Clark. It's just you know, easier to just sue the police department. I guess. Welcome to our home. What's left of it? She says, fix the new post. Clark with his lingerie that's from the scene that wasn't shown early. Pulling it out, he's just dressing the tree with it. What's that squeaking sound? I have that ornament. The kids love it. Which one? Uh, it's a Christmas. It's it's him putting uh, with the squirrel on his back. Oh, I thought you were going to say putting and a bra When you press the, the button, it says, what's that? And it plays the scene out. Are they saying Christmas vacation? No. They're not ready for that yet. What? Little young. I, I mean, they're two years away. I was probably seven, and Lisa was yeah. three when she I mean, saw. don't get me wrong. I, I, uh, She's a good mother. I'm a terrible father. <laughs> so, Well, so is Jeffrey. Oh, then, do you want to go watch Cardi Shark? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all right. Then do you cover your thighs in the boob part. Because she will love it. And ju- just for the physical humor. Yeah. Like, it, it, yeah, she's... I want to show her Three Stooges, but she won't let me. What? Why? Uh, she, there's a little one. She'll do things to her. No, I don't need. That's... I don't need my two year old getting hit over the head with a pipe wrench. <laughs> Why not? It's part of growing uh, up. It's squirrel. Just they, they, studies have shown there. recently that head trauma is uh, inconsistent with you know being alive. Ah, oh, that's the squirrel is fucking great. I, I. Where's what I love this is like I've seen things. a squirrel. Where's Jake? I don't know why he get so freaked things. out over a squirrel? Yeah, it's in the script. Not recently, Clark. He's read that squirrels are high in cholesterol. Thank you, Catherine. While catching the coats, smack it with a hammer. That's in the script. <laughs> We're high in cholesterol. <laughs> Our friend Jake does a, a tree rat hunt where they go and they kill as many. Um, so I know people who like animals are going to hate this. They shoot as many squirrels as they can, but to be fair, they eat them. <laughs> that is true. It's not wasted yeah. at all. They, then they take them back to their hillbilly like garage and de- like de- de- skin them and. Deep. They weigh them. They all weigh them, and whoever has the most wins. And then they. Deep- you forgot about the prop bets. Ah, uh, that's all right. We don't need to get into that. Then they deep fry uh, them and eat them. The 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 biggest genitalia. Oh yeah. <laughs> Ow! Ooh, I just got shocked. I get a humidifier down here. They eat them all, so I guess it's all right. Mm-hmm. Square instead of. It is a qu- ten of nine. Impressive. 
Oh, God, what a miserable... Whoever put that grandfather clock there is a monster. <laughs> the whole Todd and Margo, I can't just go over there and attack someone, is in the script, too. You just dicked it up. Such a great movie. Man, this is probably the... I was watching while we were sitting in the truck getting ready. I just had it on my phone playing, and then I was listening to it on the way home. And so I, I did another complete view without the last eight, the last 15 minutes were listened to on my phone. Mm -hmm. But I'm just thinking, like, this is just a movie you could watch over and over and over. And it's I've... I've done it. Like last year was because we had nothing last year. I think it was like twenty sometimes I watched it last Christmas. Wow. Yeah, I didn't. I only watched it like twice last year. Not nearly as much. I watched it more this year than I did all the last. Well, year. Well, last year we didn't do shit during Christmas. Uh, I don't know. I was watching other shit, just trying to catch up, and uh, who knows what. And they're all packing up. The house is destroyed. Like, Jesus Christ. No pull for you, Clark. Nobody's leaving. Um. By the way, did I tell everybody that we tracked down the actor from that, that grocery store commercial that, that we took? You know, that was not even one of my picks. That was a throwaway while you were peeing, Squeezer. Are you serious? I think so, yeah. Wow, no wonder it works. I, I So, clearly, I have no reason to be here. Why? Our best work comes out of me <laughs> going to the bathroom. No, you came back and we talked. I just played it over and over and over and we talked about oh, it. Yes. But uh, the actor who's the guy in the thing, someone tagged him on Instagram and I, I DM'd him and I was like, hey, can I like FaceTime you and talk about this? And he's like, sure, I'll be happy to. So, that's coming, everybody. We're going to get to the bottom of what went on with this Alpha Beta Skaggs uh, grocery store commercial where they just seem to be dry. It's like the most dry delivery with Santa's like burning the shit out of him. Your mom said you wanted one. And in fact, it's true. He's like, yes, it is true. Like, like honestly, if that were a Cartoon a Network Adult Swim transition right now, you it would be Yeah, it genius. would fit. Yeah, it'd be genius. I saw that commercial, like looking through hours of commercials, and um, and I saw that I'm like, this is the greatest Christmas commercial I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> you just dicked it up. It's okay. It happens. He says you cocked it up in the script. In the movie, he says you dicked it up. Did he? I thought I heard him say cocked it up. Oh, he did say cocked it up? I thought so. Oh. All right. Well, then he says cocked it up. Mm, He's got mistletoe on his... <laughs> he says, go upstairs and put on some fresh clothes and a happy attitude. Is that a Frank's nursery watering can there? I can't rewind or... Uh, back to the wide shot with the shelf. Left corner. I want to go back. And uh, you have a Frank's Nursery watering can. I do. Frank's yeah. Nursery used to be down by Best over by Sports Authority, right? Yeah. Yep. My mom used to drag it's, us it's there. A, it's, it's a bank now. All the fucking time. Ugh. Mm. 
No one reads this anymore, right? This is the thing. I do. It was the night before Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. Dan does, of course, on our pre-show. You ready to do some kissing? <laughs> We're winding down. So We're getting a, close a, to the Eddie end. had to take two stops because he had to go and get that bow somewhere. That is true. Or maybe it was on like his house somewhere. I'm assuming it was yeah. on Frank Sherry's house. It's, it's like a Lexus commercial. Yeah, now where do they get these bows? And what <laughs> psychopath just randomly buys his, his or her like a significant other a car without discussing it? Yeah, seriously. It's like, uh, this is an investment. Right. Thursday, I might be getting a new BMW. Like, do you know how pissed I would be if all I wake up in the morning and there's a brand new truck sitting in my driveway? I'm like, I just paid that off. Right. It's a truck. I put mulch and wood in there and, now, and Enchantra, garbage. Enchantress and I handle our own vehicles. She gets her own car. I get my own car. I pay mm-hmm. for my own car built. So I might be getting a new one Thursday. We don't know. They want, you know. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's supply and demand, and right. apparently they demand it back. So what are you going to do? But they're not demanding it. They're begging. <laughs> So, we'll see what they we'll see what they want. Uh, well, I got a Toyota pickup truck, and I got a message from a guy named Al Al Qaeda, and they're really interested <laughs> in Toyota pickup trucks. So. <laughs> well, Enchantress said she needs a bigger car to put all her race magnets. She's running out of room <laughs> on her her uh, her current car. She's running too many damn races. My cousin-in-law, whose heart is bigger than his brain. I appreciate that, Clark. <laughs> his keys just hanging from a zipper. Yeah. Like like duckies. And there's, like, little things to, like, the fish tank. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, like, no need for that. But it just adds, like... Brian Doyle Murray's in my two favorite Christmas movies of all time, Squeezer. Uh, yeah, Christmas Vacation and Scrooged. And a boy. Three Murray brothers are in Scrooged. Playing his dad and, and This his is brother. his second uh, vacation movie. Yes. He was the clerk at the uh, summer camp. Mm-hmm. And he was in Caddyshack, too. The head of the caddies. Oh, yep, Caddyshack. He little wrote Caddyshack. Like you. <laughs> <laughs> a little people. He wrote Caddyshack, Brian Doyle Murray. <laughs> Carl. I would be like, someone math that for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, even then, I'm like, is 20% good? Or? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, back then, I, I assume people's Christmas bonuses back then were like a million dollars. I you know I didn't realize Christmas yeah, bonuses were like nothing yeah. normally. I mean I'm appreciative for everything I get. Oh, but, absolutely, yeah. But like he 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 acts like the Christmas bonus is life changing. Well, it depends on what tier you're at. As normal average human being, it's a nice little you know like little boost to you know maybe help pay for a few Christmas things. But a pool and it. Uh, well, Clark's somewhere, up, I think Clark's somewhere up there. That's quite a bit. But then there are those other people that get Christmas bonuses that are enough to buy you a couple of the Gridswalls' houses um, while they lay people off. Oh, yeah, that too. 
What do you think Clark makes a year? I mean, this is goish. You got goish. Uh, he, I mean, he's probably making six figures. Oh, uh, obviously, you know he's making six now, figures. Now, in the 80s, he's probably making... Uh, no, he's making know. six figures in the 80s, I think. You think so? Yeah, look at that house. Yeah, it's, it's a big house. Houses didn't cost that much back then. Yeah, yeah you're, you're right. You can buy wood. You're right. For, you're right. You know. Yeah, I guess it's cheaper to, like, nowadays, like, Clark would need to win the lottery to put a pull in. Yeah. Not get a Christmas bonus. Now, depending on depending on where this house is, too, this could be anywhere from easily half a mil to, like, 3.5. Yeah, just like uh, the McAllister house. Like, what the fuck did he do? Where'd they get their money? Maybe Blink? <laughs> All their eyes. It's so great with her hand on his crotch. Yeah. Now it's like a throwaway take where she just did it. Yeah. I had, what's the whole I ought to beat you with a rubber hose thing about? Uh, I, I guess that's what you did back then. Beat people with the rubber hoses. Yeah. Only time he got his name right, right there. What's left of it? She puts her hand right back on the cross. Oh, and, and never breaking like eye contact with the cops. Like, right. Oh god, she's so good in this. They're all really good in this. Yeah, everyone. But like, like, look at Julia Lewis in the background acting like she could care less. Yeah, like come on, yeah. I wanna fucking hit. that's little Jake there, Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> look at him. You can't not see it now. Oh, look at the little tucked in plaid shirt. He looks like Meatloaf. <laughs> That's the sewage plant. Sewage. Don't like that. We're almost done. It's it's I know. I zoomed. We zoomed through it. I appreciate that, Clark. I'm looking to see if anything's different in the. Margot says, if you want to come in here, you got to break down the goddamn door. Those are like New York City police cars, too. Yeah. That's oh, Chicago. Nah, I don't know about Chicago police. Oh, uh, I don't know. Watch Blues Brothers. Are they the same police cars? And uh, Home Alone. It's Shermer, Illinois, Squeezer. That's where all uh, John Hughes' movies take place. That fictional Shermer, Illinois. That's where uh, Jan saw Bob are trying to go in Dogma. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's a scene. There's a post-credit scene in the script, Squeezer. Oh yeah, I, I, um, with the reindeer at the Santa sled. No. Yes. Oh really? Oh yeah. So, uh, fade in. Todd and Margot's bedroom at night. They're in bed. Todd, it's over, honey. Griswold had his Christmas. Nothing else can happen. It's quiet. 
It's peaceful. All is calm. Margo, will you just hold me? Todd, of course. He folds her in his arms. Todd, let's go to sleep and let visions of sugar plums dance on our head. I'm so tense, says Margo. Todd, sweetheart, if we don't go to sleep, Santa Claus won't come. Margo, you're so cute. A long beat and Santa and the reindeer and the lights crash through the ceiling into the bedroom. <laughs> Fade out. <laughs> there it is. Clark says Merry uh, Christmas snots when he looks down on him too. I guess uh, Helen, Ellen says, Clark, are you coming in? And Clark says, in a couple minutes, honey. He looks down at Snots and says, Merry Christmas, Snots. They have this, like, relationship. <laughs> I, I think this is better than... Uh... Yeah, this is a good ending. This is a good yeah. ending. Like, you, go eventually, like, eventually, Margo and Todd, look at how good, good boy. They're buddies now. It's a buddy picture yeah. now. So the Tenement on Wheels... Eventually, people start feeling sorry for Margo and Todd. Like, they're not the villains anymore. Uh, yeah. uh, Clark's the villain. <laughs> All right. Well, that is our third watch-along of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And the end, Squeezer, of our Christmas podcasting season. Oh. Uh, before our next show, Christmas will have happened. It will come, have come and gone. And do you know what we're talking about on our next show? No. Uh, didn't I, don't I send you these lists? Uh, you you tell me you're going to, and then you don't. I sent it to you. I think you did, but I don't have it in front of me. I'm watching uh, a movie. I'm <laughs> watching a movie. Um, I don't know if we should commit to anything. Since I don't have it in front I, of me. I mean, it's not like everyone's going to tune in like, oh, Tune in, Jesus. Um, Tune your televisions in. Same bat time, same bat channel. No, I, we were gonna. We had something planned. I forgot what the hell it was. Uh oh, here it is. I have it. So Mattel Toys Two. We're talking next week. So we're talking more toys. Uh, then oh, the yeah. following week, R-rated toy lines two. Yes. Uh, on one twelve, the G.I. Joe show. Finally, a show dedicated Finally. to G.I. Joe. Uh, and then I'll let you. We're going to work in a, a John Hughes one in here somewhere. But we're, we got all sorts of things. We're going to do a show dedicated to Groundhog Day on Groundhog Day. We're going to talk about diecast toys. We got a cat show coming up on 316. We're, it's the Stone Cold Steve Austin show. A whole King of the Hill episode. A snake episode, retro Easter baskets, retro marijuana and movies and TV shows on 420, uh, school <laughs> field trips, uh, TV season finales, CDs and tapes we had as a kid. We'll take you all the way up until June. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, uh, Jimmy, Daryl, uh, E-Rock, everybody who was here with us tonight. Uh, Chasing Plastic, thank you so much for being here. Uh, I think that's it, Squeezer, right? Yeah. We can say goodnight. Well, so I would like to say Merry Christmas to everybody. I love you guys all. And uh, I would like to say Happy Holidays because I am not a, um, I don't know, uh, uh, religionist. Yes. As I'm not either. I don't, I'm not, I don't, I, I, Christmas to me is the pagan holiday where we celebrate. Yeah, I mean, not killing actually us and the majority of what you do is uh, 
German paganism, so. Right, it's this winter solstice. Yeah. All enjoy right. winter solstice. I think we ended up with this last year, telling everyone to enjoy their winter solstice. Enjoy your winter solstice, everybody. I'm RK. <laughs> I'm Squeezer. Ho, ho, ho. Ho. Oh. Hold on! Hold on! Hold the phone! Hold the phone! Don't go out yet! I just want to say, Merry Christmas! I've, I haven't been on the show in two weeks. I feel like you don't love me anymore, Squeezer. It's been two weeks since I've been invited on the show. And all I keep thinking is, when is he going to come make a gingerbread house on my naked body and then help me eat it off? Oh... Why, I just feel so unloved on this holiday season. I'm not trying to be a martyr or maybe put a guilt trip on you, but you really should come by. I bought all the accoutrement to make the gingerbread house, and, and oh, I, you just ignore me. Squeezer, how dare you ignore the lunch lady? Hey, I came back. I was halfway up the stairs to the bathroom when she started talking. I can hear her over the headphones. Oh, my goodness. I just want to say Merry Christmas, Squeezer. You're a sweet boy. And if you want to come over and unwrap my present, you're welcome to any day. Just please do it before <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> All right. Hit, oh, it's like Mr. Burns coming out of the cake. Hit the theme music, RK. I'm sending this thing home. Merry Christmas, everybody. Squeezer, you're a sweet boy, and what I heard you did for that lady today. Oh, Whew. is it getting hot in here? Is it just me? Oh, my goodness. All right, everybody. Merry Christmas from Gertrude Beatrice, the lunch lady. And Squeezer, don't forget the powdered sugar when you're making your cookie. That was an innuendo. Bye, everyone. Bye, lunch lady. All right. Bye for real, Squeezer. Go go take your pee break and bye, everybody. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Bye for real. <laughs>